Happy Saturday. It's time for another episode of English and Coffee. Let's go. So this week was a pretty good week. Um, as I said last weekend, um, I was planning to take a little time off, you know, coming off that review and get some time to just reflect and refresh. So that's what I did. I ended up taking off Friday and I had Monday off. So I've been enjoying myself, did some fishing Friday and then did some today, just getting back in. It was probably like 11 o'clock at night when I got in. Um, didn't catch too much, caught one bluefish, went down there and did some surf fishing. Surf fishing is when you go out to the beach and you have your poles and you have a cart and you're throwing it out, you know, just throwing it into the ocean and just hoping to catch something. Um, I had a couple of lures. I was using a few strategies, but the water was just too dirty for anything to come out of it. But I still had a good time, had the sun shining, even though it was a little warm, a nice cool breeze, people walking behind me, nobody really bothered me, so I enjoyed it. After that, I ended up going to this place called Radio Island, may have mentioned it before. Went over there, got a few bites, but it was just some pinfish, so nothing serious. But it started just packing in, I mean, people on top of people, so me, I'm one of those people that like to fish by myself. I don't really like being around large groups, you know, when I'm trying to fish, because I throw lures. You know, people go out there with uh, what they call bottom rigs, and they want to throw lines and just have them sitting in the water, stagnating. Um, I'm one of those fishermen that's active. I'm throwing a lure here, throwing there. I'll probably throw, I know today I threw over 500 times, if not more than that, just casting, casting, casting. I had three reels. I took this cart that I made out of PVC. I don't know if you know what that is, but that's what they normally use for plumbing uh, in your house. Like if you were to open up your kitchen cabinet or open up your uh, bathroom cabinet and look down under the sink you'll see this piping that's what I made my um, cart out of but I mean it was straight pipes and I had to cut them measure them get the fittings all the little couplings you know a little project it took me about I don't know three hours to do I started working on that uh, Friday night I didn't get out of there till about maybe 12 o'clock Saturday morning um, didn't lay down till about 5.30, ended up waking up about, I don't know, 7, uh, went back for another hour, got up about 8, 9 o'clock, then I went on to the water, so that's what I did. Other than that, the week was just pretty much blase blah because I already knew I was going to be off this weekend, so I wasn't really stressing it. Um, I think today what I want to talk about is the silver lining. Um, you know, sometimes when you have gray clouds and things coming over you, it's always best to just keep your eyes on the prize, stay positive, and look for the silver lining in the gray cloud. Let's go. I think the best way to uh, illustrate this idiom is just to retell what happened to me this morning as I prepared to go fishing. So as I said, I got up, got everything together, um, packed my stuff, didn't really know what I wanted to take, I had my card, I had to super glue it the night before, not super glue it, but I had to use this uh, PVC cement, had to put it around the, um, the fittings, so I was up with that, barely had any sleep, so finally get downstairs, start loading up the car, and then the cart's too big, so I had to figure out how to get the cart in the car without taking it apart, because you can't take it apart once it's cemented together. Uh, the only thing I didn't cement was the handle, because I figured well, I wouldn't be able to get that big handle in there, so I was able to take that off. But after playing a game of virtual Tetris in my mind, I was able to fit the cart in there, put the poles in, loaded the cooler, loaded everything, the bags, 
any snacks, all the good stuff. Finally get in the car. I go start the car and I look and the wheel of the cart is right there by the gear shift. So I'm thinking if I have to slam on the brakes for any reason or this cart all of a sudden decides it wants to roll in the car, it's going to hit the gear shift and it's going to knock it out of drive and send it into like neutral or reverse. So I said I can't have that. So I had to get back out of the car, unload everything, and look at the cart. Like just really look at the cart, look at the car, look at the car, look at the cart, and then see how I was going to fit everything in and be as safe as possible on the road. So I removed the headrest of the passenger seat, took that off, put the cart in, slid it all the way back, locked the wheel behind the console, you know, the inner console in your car, locked the wheel behind the inner console, then loaded everything back in. Now, you would think everything was perfect. Okay, he's ready to roll, ready to go. No, because as soon as I open the door, get in the uh, driver's seat, sit down, the button on my pants pops off. I'm like, oh my God. So it was like everything was saying, don't go, don't go. But I was determined to go, so I was going to go no matter what. So I went back upstairs, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to be surf fishing, so I'm not going to go out there and put on some you know, spiffy pants and all this stuff just to get them dirty. So I'm going to wear these pants and I'm not going to use one of my other belts, you know, just to get it dirty, you know, with seawater and everything like that. So I took some string that I had from some of my fishing stuff, put it through the, the, the button where the button was, made a little makeshift uh, fastener. And then I was like, okay, well, just in case this breaks, I'm going to need something to hold them up. So I took another piece of string, threw it around, threw it around my waist, made another makeshift belt. Went downstairs, hopped in the car, cranked it up, threw on my tunes, and off I went down the road. Now, it's crazy because all this time I had all this planning and all these thoughts of how I thought it would be. Because initially I was going to go Friday, but Friday just didn't work out. I said, well, it's not that serious, and then I kind of watered my cart. Now, I said I had to stop by the bait shop before I went to, fishing, uh, went to the fishing spot because they had this little... Um, Somebody had this report about some Spanish uh, mackerel and bluefish down there, so I figured, all right, well, I'm going to go down here and get into some good fishing. So I stopped in there to get three lures, wanted to get um, three Spanish candies, that's the name of the lure, three Spanish candies, and that was going to be it, get the block of ice, hop in the car and roll out. But on the um, on one of the aisles, they had this special, they had some Daiwa uh, ride and reel combos. Now, I don't like to buy combos because... That's what you do in the beginning. You know, if you're a novice fisherman, you buy combos. But now I'll buy a real individual reel, I'll buy an individual rod. Um, because if they're selling a combo for $39.99, how good is the reel? How good is the rod? Now, if I'm buying a reel for $39, okay, or I'm buying a rod for $39, okay. I know some people out there buying $500 reels and $1,000 rods, but, you know, you got to work with what you got. So I was like, hmm, buy one, get one. So, two reels, two rods for $40, I mean, that's not a bad deal. But I was like, I've got enough rods, I already had four rods in the car, so I asked the lady at the register, I said, um, do you have any specials on reels? And she said, oh yeah, we have a buy one, get one. And I look over, more Daiwa reels. They had a 2500, 1000, and a 4000 series reel from Daiwa for, what, buy one, get one free. So, I asked the lady, I said, well, how much is... How much is this going to be? Because I ended up going with the 2500 She was like, okay, well, if you're going to get the 2500 then that'll be $16. I was like, $16? Like, really? Like, a Daiwa reel for $16? I said, okay. Let me take a sip of coffee real quick. Hold on. 
I was like $16. I was like, all right, well, I'm going to get two of them. And then I was asking her about the line. I said, well, do you guys put line on it? She said, yeah, um, it's 10 cents a yard. Uh, she said, what kind of line are you trying to get? And I was like, braid. So I was like, all right, well, let me get um, some braid. I said, but hold on. I said, I have my own line. So I went and got a spool uh, out of my car. I had two spools. I had a spool of fluorocarbon for the backing, and then I had a spool of um, some braid. It was like a 576-yard spool. Took that in. They used my line, so it only charged me $5 per reel. Got that, got my stuff, got in the car, got the ice, headed to the water. Now, I told you I just made this cart, you know, the night before. So, I get out there. I mean, it's hot. It's probably 90, 91 degrees. And I have like a good quarter mile walk. Now, if you've ever been to the beach, you know walking from the parking lot to the beach where the water's at, it, that's a good stroll. And if you're carrying umbrellas and coolers and you know blankets and towels and all that stuff I mean then it's already a chore but as a fisherman we like to carry fishing poles you know reels backpacks with all the bait and tackle coolers with ice and drinks so you stay hydrated and you got to have a big enough cooler so it'll fit the fish so a cooler I mean not a cooler but a cart comes in handy so it was the perfect it was the perfect event for the cart I just made because I would have not I would have died out there had I gone out there without a cart and tried to carry everything. Uh, I had my wading shoes, threw those on. I'll remember next time, though, um, probably get some better shoes because walking in the sand in wading shoes is just pure Hades. I'm going to say Hades, right? Keep it PG-13. Pure Hades. Went out there. Um, it was just crowded. People everywhere. There was no spots. So I'm pulling this cart, hoping it doesn't like fall apart because everything is made of PVC, right? So I get all the way out there, find a little spot, and I'm just fishing, 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 fishing. Not catching nothing, not catching nothing. It's fine because I'm doing what I do. Um, then I said, okay, well, I'm going to move a little bit. So I go to move, set my cart up, you know, everything again, repeat the process, change my lures, this and that. I'm fishing, and the next thing I know, I look back, and the water is like all the way under my cart under my book bag, book bag is getting wet, so I gotta move my cart, now when I go to grab my cart, the bottom piece like twist, so it pops out, I was like, oh my god, so the salt water must have eaten through the cement, I don't know what it did, or maybe it hadn't cured all the way, that's normally what happens when you, um, you put the cement on there, and you have to let it cure, but it said there was a two hour cure uh, process, so I figured it was good, anyway, maybe that was just one of the joints that I didn't uh, cement, because it was late, you know, like I said, I was up till about five something in the morning. Um, just barely had my head on straight, you know, just enough to put something together. Anywho, I go over there and I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, this cart, if this cart breaks down and I got to walk all the way back and try to carry this stuff and the pieces of the cart, it's just going to be a situation. So I assessed the situation, popped the pieces back in, you know, hit it kind of hard, slammed it, checked everything, put the cooler on cinched it down and everything and I kept fishing I fished for another two or three hours or so and then I was like all right now it's time to face the music I have to walk back across this hot sand but during my walk to the beach I realized that you you need to take that cart on the hard sand uh, you have different types of sand you have that soft sand that sinking sand then you have the hard sand and the sand right there by the uh, shoreline so that's the best place to roll it but the thing is when you're out there fishing people already have their lines out in the water so 
I had my cart and my poles were hanging off my cart, so I didn't want to catch anybody's line. So I had to go up there in the sinking sand and drag this cart through. I took my brakes as needed, sat there, drank my little Powerade, um, rehydrated, made it back to the car. Now, I went and fished another spot. Now, here's the silver lining in my story. Now, the day started out like it just wasn't going to happen. Everything was just saying no. The pants, you know, the, the button popping off cart not fitting in the car, not having any sleep, you know, barely getting three hours of sleep, just struggling to make it, getting down there, all those people, the cart, the cart problems. But silver lining in my story was that um, those two Daiwa reels I bought, uh, <laughs> those two 2500 series, I mean, you just can't, you're not going to find that. Buy one, get one. That was a sweet deal. So for me, that's the silver lining in my story. Now, Looking back at the whole situation, of course, there are more moments and stuff. You could be appreciative of, you know, things that happen to you. Like when you're so focused on something, so targeted, so laser focused on how you want something to turn out, you can forget about everything that's happening. So on the way there, I had a nice um, barbecue sandwich with fries, a big iced tea uh, from Smithfields. I mean, I was driving in my car, had gas, tires, no car problems. I mean, everything was perfect. I mean, the day was set up. I mean, you can't complain, no accidents, no trouble, no drama. I got to listen to my tunes, listen to music. So it was a lot of things to be uh, grateful for, right? So in every great club, there's a silver lining. You just have to look for it. So what do you do on your days off? Or do you take days off? I mean, I, I know it's been a while since um, I had taken any days. I don't think I took a day till, since... Uh, not Christmas, but uh, when my sister came down, I mean, she went back. I took a little time off for fishing, but that was like a year ago, I believe. I think she's been gone for a year. Not a year. No, 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 no. That was, uh, yeah, because I was like, she came down, it was like June, July last year. Yeah, it's been a good, I don't know. She may have been down this year. Did she come down for Christmas? I don't even know, but it's been, I probably took, what, a day. I took that Friday off, you know, so we could go fishing, but I mean, like, now I'm taking two days. This isn't even a real vacation. This is just a little teaser here because here at my job, if you don't use your time, they take it. Isn't that messed up? I've worked at some companies where you could just let your time build up, don't take any personal days, and then you can cash it in. When I worked at this place called Moen, they built faucets. Um, you could just stack and stack and stack and stack and stack your six day, sick days, personal days. And if you didn't want to take any all year, that's fine. And you could cash them in at any time. So instead of getting one check, you get two checks. I think I mentioned something about that before. But, uh, yeah, so, but at this company, like, I think I have, like, 187 hours of personal leave. But if I don't use it in July, it moves over into sick time. And then it resets to, like, 80 hours. It's crazy, isn't it? So you, you don't get paid for it. So even when you leave the company, you won't get paid for it. It's jacked. I've already had people who've left the company tell me about how they do things. It's just the way they do it. But then if you take off like three or four weeks in a year, I mean, they're going to be like, well, what are you doing? Do you want to work, right? But it's good to take time off uh, when you need to take time for yourself. I think I should every quarter, every three months, just, you know, take one day, two days, you know, have an extended weekend just for myself, mental health, you know, peace of mind, serenity, whatever you want to call it. But do you take days off? Um, how many sick days do you have? I mean, not sick days, but how many personal days do you have in your, at your job that you haven't used? Are there things you want to do? 
and you don't have the time to do it, why not take a day and do it? I had to force myself out of that office. I mean, Friday, even though I was off, I still went in the office because I had this paper that I wanted to get signed. So I wanted to leave everything just so, you know, just to be perfect and make sure that nothing went wrong while I was gone. But here's the thing. A lot of times things are just more serious to us than they actually are. I mean, the world isn't going to stop if I don't show up for work. I mean, the world isn't going to stop if I don't go to work, if I just change jobs or win the lottery. I mean, people will still live. Things will still happen. Things will get done. They'll just have to find another way to do it. It won't be through me. So don't, uh, don't take your job too serious. Don't take yourself too serious. Um, do the best you can with what you have. While you're at work, do the best you can with the time you have there. But... Don't go home stressing about it, thinking about it, worrying about it. I mean, life's going to happen. People are going to mess up. People are going to have problems. Things are going to break, whether you're there or not. So while you're there, you participate. You try to help fix something. You help people sort through their problems, or you do surgery, or you win cases, or you teach kids. I don't know what your profession is, but do what you do. But, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm not going to say it's not that serious. I mean, it makes a difference, but... Don't stress about it. You know, don't don't worry. Don't get in your head and be like, oh, I can't take time off because of this and that and this. No, take your time off. It's your time. You work for it. You're a good worker, good employee. You earn the time. Use it. So I've got to start doing that more. So that's some advice for me to myself, but to you, indirectly to me. It's it's you 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 understand. But um, I think that'll be a good place to stop for today. Um, I hope you enjoy your weekend. Uh, I've got one more day. Well, I've got actually I've got Sunday, but Monday is actually another day that I've taken. I think tomorrow I'll probably spend some time with my mom. I might cut the grill on, go out there and make some burgers or something like that. Have a cookout. Putting that in air quotes. I mean, you can't see it, but I'm gonna have a little cookout. You know, nothing big. No chicken and ribs on the grill. Just some hamburgers, maybe some hot dogs or something like that. Potato salad. Keep it easy. Watch a movie. Call it a day, and then Monday just rest up for the next week but the good thing about it is after next week we actually have uh, the 4th of July coming up so that's a American holiday Independence Day so I'll be enjoying that so it'll be a four-day week this week coming up and then a four-day week the next week due to the holiday so I can't complain but I'll catch you in the next one later